Welcome to Freight Waves Live, an events podcast. I'm Tim Dooner, and this is the show where we bring you back to past Freight Waves events, take you inside of upcoming events, and capture the moments and keynotes from top thought leaders in logistics, freight tech, business, and media. Today, we're going to take a Freight Waves flashback to Freight Waves Live Chicago 2019 for the session Tech Investments Improve Delta Cargo Business. Eric Wilson, Managing Director of Global Cargo Sales for Delta Air, conducts this session on how tech helped improve Delta's efficiency in serving both passengers and cargo. Optimization and data utilization are sweeping the nation on air, sea, and land. Get data at the speed of light with sonar. And now with Passport, your destination for FreightWaves events and research, you can access our library of knowledge as well as get two tickets to FreightWaves Live event. Go to FreightWaves.com for details. And now for our FreightWaves flashback to FreightWaves Live Chicago 2019 for the session, Tech Investments Improve Delta Cargo Business. Good afternoon. If you've been paying attention to the speaker bios, you will see that I am definitely not Sean Cole, Vice President of Cargo Division at Delta. I'm Eric Wilson. Sean couldn't make it. I'm extremely happy to be here. Chicago is my hometown. I grew up uh, right near the airport, and uh, it's delightful to be here down by the lake on a crisp fall day in Chicago. It is fall, by the way. I just want to remind everybody that for my Atlanta friends who, who aren't from here. Um, I'm going to spend the next few minutes talking about how Delta Cargo is using technology and innovation to further the air cargo space. Um, I am uh, the Managing Director of Global Cargo Sales. It's my job to ensure that the space on our over 800 aircraft are filled with freight and mail after the passenger bags are loaded. It's uh, a little bit of an esoteric role. When I tell people what I do, they typically don't know that this kind of job exists. They're used to seeing pilots and flight attendants, maybe the odd mechanic, but certainly not cargo sales. But it's an extremely challenging part of the business. I enjoy it a lot. Uh, what I want to do is um, walk through a little bit about who Delta is as a company, and then I want to spend the rest of the time talking about innovation and technology. Can I just see for a show of hand, who's in the tech space here? Okay, great. I'm going to have some stuff for you guys to hopefully noodle around because our, our industry continues to need tech. We need tech investment. We need solutions. Uh, it's a business that's a little bit stuck on, on the way it's been always doing business. Um, but a little bit of first about Delta. We have this thing in the company that we call our virtuous circle, which is very simple to explain but hard to put into practice. What we do is we think that the company should take care of the employees. The employees will then take care of the customer. The customer will give us repeat business through their loyalty and appreciation of the service. And then through buying our services, they will uh, help the shareholders. And then the cycle repeats over and over. You overlay that with a really good network, with a reliable operation, good customer service, a really great uh, people-powered bottom-up culture. Uh, and that engenders cultural uh, customer loyalty. So it's been an interesting journey. When I joined the company in 2008 from a different company, uh, Delta was at the absolute rock bottom. Worst on-time performance, most flights canceled, uh, most delayed flights. It, it was, I just thought, what did I get myself into here? What, what is going on here? And over the last 10, 11 years, it's been a journey of step-by-step step, getting better, improving, and innovate invest, repeat, cut, rinse, repeat, 
And here we are now in the position to be the biggest airline in the world by market cap. We've canceled cancellations, and we're now focused on improving other parts of the business. And the business that I'm in, as I mentioned, the cargo division, we have roughly 1,700 employees. Our job is to fill those planes that wherever they go all around the world. Um, and it's been a really interesting journey, particularly since uh, 2016. And I'll talk a little bit about that. Some of the, the pillars that, that really push the division forward are reliability of our operation, our thoughtful service, and then innovation both for our employees to make their job easier and for our customers to make it more simple and easy to do business with us. And the way we put this into practice is through the following things which really get more into the meat of what I wanted to talk about today and how our division is using capital dollars to invest in technology to help fill gaps in areas where we need to improve the business or like I said, make it better for customers. Uh, one of the areas that we started off in in 2016 is a, a complete overhaul of our website. Uh, this is a channel that we use to uh, fulfill the needs of essentially unmanaged customers. These might be small uh, shippers, mom and pop freight forwarders, customers that maybe are too small for a FedEx or a UPS. And since we invested money in redoing the website, making it more flexible, making the functionality more robust, we've actually seen a 350% ROI on that initial investment. And in addition, over one third of all the bookings that come into the division are now made through this channel. And it keeps growing every day. So customers are really happy about it. We continue to get feedback in ways we can make it better. And we continue to do that uh, every day. And that's been a really great success. The other thing that we did in 2016 was we recognized the complexity of the network that we have. We have 12 hubs. We fly to uh, over 60 countries. We have 300 destinations. We realized as the cargo was moving around the world, it's, it's really hard to keep track of if there's an irregularity or an irregular operation, which in fact we had here on Monday uh, with the weather. So you can imagine if you're moving a human organ for transplant and somebody's waiting for that in, in an operating room or you're moving a pet or another live animal, things get really complicated really fast. And so we established the cargo control center, which was a, a basically a tower in our headquarters that keeps track of very specific and fragile uh, shipments. They partner with the rest of the company to understand what's happening with weather, how that might impact an aircraft, will that impact a shipment that's transiting, or in some cases we'll even call a customer and say, hey, don't bring that shipment in because we're gonna have an issue with the weather in the, in the afternoon. We have an in-house meteorology team and they partner with the Triple C to help us understand weather patterns because more often than not, that impacts how we run the operation every day. Then we move forward into 2017 and we turned our attention to the warehouses. Um, we have our own staff in warehouses across the United States uh, where we accept and, and uh, release cargo and we needed to do a better job closing information gaps when we accept a shipment and then telling customers what we do with it while it's in our possession. And one of the big investments that we made was in uh, tagging our containers. We have over 19,000 pieces of equipment that we load cargo onto or into, and we manually tagged every single one of those pieces of equipment with a low energy Bluetooth tracker. 
and we're able to partner with the company that helped us put this together to see where every single piece of equipment is in our network 24 hours a day. And so therefore, when a customer needs a piece of equipment for a shipment, we can ensure that we have the right type of equipment in the right place at the right time. That's increased our, our order book because we have a, a correct balance. And in addition, we can use this as a kind of tracking device to show customers where their cargo is in the system. We also use it as a, as a kind of accountability piece. If they take the equipment off premises and we don't get it back, we know where it is. So we can contact the customer and ask them to return it, hopefully with a, with a new shipment in it. Uh, last year, we focused on the scanning technology that we use when we accept a shipment and then when we're moving it around the warehouse or between aircraft up on the ramp. And we, we partnered with a company to come out with what's called a DigiMobile scanner. It's essentially our operating system that fits on your forearm and it allows an agent to check a shipment in, to tell the system what they're doing with it, if they're rebuilding it, if they're unloading it. And in addition, the functionality allows for us to take pictures of a, of a shipment, if there's been damage in handling or if it's damaged on acceptance. In addition, we can have a customer sign for it and, and basically sign digitally, just like you would do like a point of sale purchase where you use your finger to sign for a credit card purchase. So taking a lot of everyday technology that's already been in the market in other industries and applying it to what we do on the cargo side, it's given our agents more mobility, more freedom of movement. They're not tied to a desktop where they have to perform this function on a keyboard. They do it right on their wrist. And it's been extremely well received and we continue to roll that out system-wide. Uh, and that's been a, a really great boost in terms of allowing customers to see where their shipment is every step of the shipment journey. Um, then I'll talk a little bit uh, uh, more about our door-to-door -door product on the next slide. And then finally, uh, this year, uh, we, are, we entered into an exclusive relationship with FreightWaves. Uh, we're really happy for that. Part of the challenge in our business is, unlike what I've seen out in the hall with the brokerage and the trucking, you guys have a really open market. You can see what the rates are, you know where the space is, who's accepting a load, who's declining a load. In our business, it's very different, and we're lacking a lot of data points to see what's happening in the future, let alone even what's happening today. Um, I liken it to, you know, the reporting that we get from the industry is typically three months old, so it's kind of like somebody running into the room and saying, hey, did you know there was a hurricane, Dorian? A month ago, that's how old the data is. And so we think that FreightWaves is gonna give us some visibility into the future, which will help us make better decisions and ultimately do better by our customers. Um, in our world in the cargo business, I liken it to an analogy of a windshield and a rear view mirror. Our rearward looking data is as big as our windshield and our forward looking data is as big as our rear view mirror, it's, it's reversed. And we really need, we struggle in the industry to understand what's coming around the corner. Where is there gonna be demand? Where is there not gonna be demand? And so we're really happy to be in this partnership with FreightWaves and uh, seeing a lot of good information come out of it from the partnership already. We think about what we do as an airline, what we're really good at is moving people and goods from point A to point B, airport to airport but we have tens of thousands of known shippers, small customers that started coming to us and saying, hey, I, I need to get this thing to the airport. It's an hour and a half drive to drop it off. Then I gotta get it scheduled to pick up. Can you help us Delta with that? 
Uh, do you do anything? Can you arrange a truck? Do you do first mile? Do you do last mile? And so as we started to get more and more of these requests, we thought, hey, maybe there's something here. Maybe we should look at this. It's not our normal model to provide a pickup or a drop-off service. That adds cost, it adds complexity. It's not our core business. But when we looked at this, we realized that we already had a solution in-house with a partner called Rody. And Rody is an Atlanta-based company, a startup actually. And if you've ever flown Delta, and on those rare occasions where we didn't have the bag with you when you got off the plane, it was delivered, in fact, by the company Rody. And we partnered with them on a solution that basically takes the three transactions, the booking, the scheduling of the pickup, and the scheduling of the drop-off, and we've done all of that with just one click. And we, are, we rolled it out actually on October 29th. We're really excited to see what it does and how the market reacts to it. And it's a completely new space for us, and we think it's gonna be an interesting uh, solution. It's strictly for small package, strictly for uh, same-day delivery. So it's actually a really fast solution because if you think about a market like Chicago, we fly Chicago Atlanta eight times a day. If you wanna use FedEx or UPS, it's overnight, and it's via Memphis or it's via Louisville. So if, you're, if you go back to the 80s and you remember that FedEx commercial where the guy talked really fast, what was their moniker when it absolutely positively has to be there overnight? And now with this solution, with Rody and this innovation, we're actually able to do that same day using the power of, of our domestic network where we have over 3,000 flights a day. So that's something really new and exciting that we're, we're looking forward to see how that grows and develops. Should be a whole bunch of lines on this slide. I'm not sure why it's not showing up, but the airline business is an extremely capital intensive business. All of the equipment we use to, to run the airline every day is customized equipment. You can't go to any uh, vendor and buy it. Everything has to be customized, it's extremely expensive. So to further the network and to go where people in cargo wanna go, uh, Delta has chosen to have partnerships. And so we have partner in Asia with Korean Air Cargo. Uh, our transatlantic partner is Air France KLM. We've, we work in a joint venture with Virgin Atlantic. Uh, even in Canada, we work with WestJet. In Australia, we work with Virgin Australia. There it is, thanks guys. So these lines represent our network. They're not all flown by uh, Delta. And one of the great things about innovation and technology is when we partner with these carriers and these relationships that we have, it's an opportunity to exchange ideas, exchange information. A lot of our partners in these other markets have really great ideas, and they've solved some intractable problems that the industry continues to face, and we get to exchange that information and that technology, and that's really where we see the future going is working with partners. And I would just invite everybody here who's in the tech field, there's a huge open space to work more in technology with the air cargo providers and airlines. And I would encourage all of you to think about doing that in the, in the days and, and weeks to come. A lot of space to play in the air cargo field. So with that, I'll hang out afterwards if you have any questions. But I just want to say thanks uh, for letting us be here today and, and learn a little bit more about Delta and Delta Cargo. And thanks to Freight Waves and enjoy the rest of the conference. Thanks very much.